Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 26 of Soul Food where we're going to look at vigilance, an extremely important uh, virtue of the heart and a, an extremely important state that we need to be in with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this episode, we'll look at some advice from Sayyidina Ibrahim ibn Adham about vigilance and he was one of the righteous predecessors. We'll also look at what spiritual excellence is. We'll look at vigilance in the Qur'an. And then we'll look at a few levels of reminding the soul when it's lazy uh, about vigilance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just so we know that vigilance, what we mean by vigilance is the awareness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees us at every moment. That even when we're alone from creation, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is fully aware of what we're doing and the state of our hearts and our actions. So Ibrahim ibn Adham rahimahullah, was approached by a man and the man said, Oh, oh Ibrahim, uh, I'm noticing that my nafs is leaning towards sin. So remind me of something. So Sayyidina Ibrahim ibn Adham, he said, Okay, I have a few conditions for you. If you fulfill those conditions, then you're free to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the man said, okay, let me hear them. He said, firstly, if you're going to disobey Allah, disobey him where he can't see you. And the man said, how is that possible? When nothing is hidden from him in the heavens and the earth. Then Sayyidina Ibrahim said, well, shouldn't you be shy to want to disobey him when you know that he clearly sees you? He said, the second condition is that you disobey him in other than his dominion. Go somewhere else other than his dominion to disobey him. And the man said, everything in existence is his dominion, so how could I do that? He said, aren't you shy to disobey him in the realm that belongs to him? And then he said, the third condition is to disobey him from strength that is provided to you from other than the food that he gives you. The man said, everything is from Allah. How can I do that? And then the fourth condition, he said, was when the angels of hell come to take you, don't go with them. And the man said, how could I, how could I actually uh, resist if they ever came to me to take me? And then he said, finally, when the sins are read from your record on the day of judgment, deny that you ever did them. And he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will know and the angels that are recording will know. And then the man said, you've given me good counsel. In other words, I'm not going to engage in sin. That his soul was reminded, his nafs was reminded, and he abstained from sin because of that. But the point is that recognizing that the man realized that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing for you. He sees you. Everything in existence belongs to him. Therefore, shouldn't we obey him? Shouldn't we be careful? Shouldn't we avoid displeasing him and be in a state of vigilance and recognition at all moments. In a very important hadith, the angel Gabriel, it's known as the hadith Jibreel, uh, 
the narration of Gabriel. When he came to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, in the form of a man, he asked a few questions. But one of the questions that he asked was, what is Ihsan? What is this excellence? And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and we can say, what is spiritual excellence? He said, it is to worship God as though you see him. To worship God as though you are beholding him and witnessing him. And if you do not witness him, then knowing at least that he sees you, that that is spiritual excellence. This is spiritual for refinement. This is essentially soul food. This is the goal that we're all going towards, is to be in that state, is to live in this world with a heart that is completely witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the very least, knowing that he sees us. So let's look at vigilance in the Qur'an, at this state of recognizing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of us at every moment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وَمَا يَعْزُبُ عَنْ رَبِّكَ مِنْ مِثْقَالِ ذَرَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ وَلَا أَصْغَرَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَلَا أَكْبَرْ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ That not even the weight of a speck of dust in the earth or sky escapes your Lord, nor anything lesser or greater. It is all written in a clear record that Allah is aware of everything. He's aware of even the specks of dust. He's aware he can see the black ant on a black rock in pitch black darkness. Allah is aware of everything. So is he not aware of your actions? He's aware of your heart and even the thoughts that run through your mind. Allah says in another verse, وَإِن تَجْهَرْ بِالْقَوْلِ فَإِنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ السِّرَّ وَأَخْفَى Whatever you may say aloud, he knows what you keep secret and what is even more hidden. And once again in another verse, Allah says, يَعْلَمُ مَا يَلِجُ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَمَا يَخْرُجُ مِنْهَا وَمَا يَنْزِلُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ وَمَا يَعْرُجُ فِيهَا وَهُوَ مَعْكُمْ أَيْنَ مَا كُنْتُمْ that he knows what enters the earth and what comes out of it, what descends from the sky and what ascends to it. And he sees, and he is with you wherever you are, and he sees all that you do. That Allah is with you at every moment. And in another verse, that Allah is closer to you than your jugular vein. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if one is so close, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so close, and the scholars say that the only thing that veils us from Allah is our own nufus, is the nafs that we have within us. Otherwise, we would see how close he is to us with his awareness and with his provision and with his blessings and protection and so forth. Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab, he was traveling and he came across a shepherd. And he said to the shepherd, he said, will you sell us one of your sheep that we can eat? And the man said, I'm a slave, and I'm only taking care of these sheep for my master. So then Sayyidina Umar wanted to test him. He said, well then give us one of them, and tell your master that a wolf ate it. And then the, the shepherd, he said, what would I say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If I tell that to my master, I might get away with it. But what am I going to say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hereafter? And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he began to cry. Because the man passed the test. He wasn't seriously asking him to do that, but he just wanted to see the level of his faith. 
And then he went to the man's master and he bought the slave and he set him free. And he said, I'm setting you free for what you said, for the faith that you had in your heart and his awareness that Allah, nothing can escape Allah. We can even get away with all kinds of crimes in this world between us as human beings. People can hide all kinds of foul acts, but in reality, we're never going to hide from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything is clear to him. And we're going to be held accountable. Imam al-Haddad says that there's a few levels of reminding your nafs. When you have those moments of laziness and when your nafs starts to tell you, oh, I don't want to do this, or maybe tells you, I want to do that, which isn't good for you. Imam al-Haddad said there's a few ways to remind it. He said the first thing that you should remind your nafs of is God's majesty. That to beware, to know Allah sees you. He's the, the, the Lord of all creation. He's the one who is near, and so on and so forth. And he says, if that doesn't work, then remind your nafs of the two angels, that nothing you do escapes them, and that they're writing it down, and that they're, they're recording everything that you say and do. He says, if that doesn't work, then remind your soul of the nearness of death. To say this is the, the closest of all hidden things. And to tell yourself, would I like to die in this particular state, engaging, engaging in this particular act? And then he says, if that doesn't work, then remind it of the great rewards that are given to the people of obedience and the great punishment that's given to the people of sin. And he says, if a person does this, it is a good way to exercise their awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he says, if you find emerging in your heart, when you call to mind the fact that God observes you, a shyness that prevents you from disobeying him and drives you to exert yourself in obeying him, then you are in possession of something of the realities of vigilance. Then you are in possession of something of the realities of vigilance. When you feel that shyness before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you have that awareness, when you have that drive to do the things that are pleasing to Allah, and a sense of trepidation in doing those things that are displeasing to Allah, then you've achieved a level of vigilance. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us all tawfiq. So that brings us to the call to action. The call to action today is to speak to your nafs. Before you engage in something, just speak to your nafs. And there's so many things that we do just habitually, but actually be a little bit more conscientious and think to yourself and say, is this something that's good for me or not? And actually one of the easiest ways, because sometimes someone might say, you know what, thinking about Allah's majesty and the angels, and uh, uh, that's like really high level stuff. One of the really simple ways to even think about it is think of someone you respect and say to yourself, if they walked in on me at this moment while I was engaging in this act, would I be embarrassed or not? And if you would be embarrassed, then it's probably not something you should do. And if you wouldn't, then it's probably something okay. Right? So that's even one way. But just talk to your nafs before engaging in a particular act. And that's the first step in vigilance and in recognizing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees us at every moment. And that it gives awareness and life to the heart. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and that he forgive our shortcomings 
and that he veil our flaws and forgive our sins uh, and bestow his mercy upon all of us. Please remember us in this blessed night. Tonight is the 27th night. So please remember us in these uh, blessed moments in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.